It's your girl Shorty Nick in a high room combo, and tonight we are ending our three-week series with marriage. I have Rick back in a high room combo with us tonight. Art loves candy is here, and Shy is traveling. He will be back with us next week. On that note, we're gonna go ahead and get into this marriage. It's your girl Shorty Nick in a high room combo, and tonight. We talking about marriage. Rick back in the high room combo. Our love candy. Hey. She's back. Unfortunately, Shy is traveling. We're going to say a prayer for him. And right now, we just going to get into it. How y'all doing tonight? Pretty good. All right. That's what's up. That's what's up. Hey, Rick. Hey, how you doing? I'm good. How are you? Congratulations on that bingo. Oh, thank you. It was a hit. Thank you. We had so much fun. That's what's up. Let me go ahead and jump to these questions right quick, Rick. All right. What makes a man or a woman marriage material in y'all eyes? Hmm. I went... I'm just on a different level right now in life where I'm not looking for a husband at the moment. And that's exactly how you answer that question because it's what makes you marriage like what's the definition of marriage material? That's different for everybody because mm-hmm. your marriage material to me may not mean that your marriage material for the next person. That's true. Right, so, but it would be for for who you with. Exactly. So, you know, you may be marriage material for somebody else, but not marriage material for the the next person or the person before you or whatever. But people take people take marriage into different steps. Some people get married for money. Some people get married for emotional security. Insurance. <laughs> <laughs> Insurance those type of things, you know. And when somebody's looking for a mate, they may look for financial security or somebody that, okay, she's working, so she's marriage material, or she don't have no kids, even though she's not working, she's still marriage material, or she going to college, so she marriage material, or you know, or he he has um he has a car in his own place, so he marriage material. You know, and I hear a lot of females out here are saying, okay, well, he has good credit score. He has a good credit. Hey, that's a, that's a plus, that, that good credit. <laughs> no, he got to have that. He got a car. He's got his own house. He marriage material. But guess what? He may be likely to beat your ass every day. Okay. And that's he got a little debt. Yeah. So when you think about that type of stuff, that what is marriage material to you so you might want somebody that goes to church god fearing you know believes in monogamy you know that type of stuff so you kind of like you said you got to sort and seek these people out i agree with that okay so let me ask you this how long should a couple date before they start talking about marriage 
I don't know. I, I don't think there's a time frame, but there is a timeline of things that you need to do before you get married. That's my thing. A lot of people. Now, what, are, what are some of those things? Um, first of all, who are you marrying? Are you marrying someone with kids? And can okay. you handle those kids? That's, that's that's good right there. Yeah. That's really good. That's true. Okay. You know, are you handling somebody that has a job or has the potential to get a job or are you handle are you marrying a felon that cannot get a job readily and has to work through the system to find a job and work his way up. You know. Right. Right. Are you marrying someone whose parents have died at a young age? And they're still emotionally distraught and can't deal with communication or deal with pressures of life. So then that's something you got to take on, you know. So who are you marrying has goes into how long before you get married, because these are things that you need to research and research takes time, as you know, because not every cure was found overnight. So. You got to test this person. All right, let me see if this person's gonna how they react to this situation. That's what dating is all about, too. That's pretty much that research period. I was right. So the the question should be more: How long should the dating cycle be before you consider even talking about marriage? And and what what was your what was your timeline be? Our wasn't in play like my four-year-old daughter and um my boys wasn't living with me at the time they're not now but now my four-year-old daughter was in play and we had a lot more free time on our hands so yeah sex was a whole lot more current and 
recent, you know, but now marriage comes into play. And I think um, guys, for one, when they get married, they say, yes, that goes out the window. But I know with marriage, a lot more responsibilities, and I'm man enough to admit that a lot more responsibilities come into play when a marriage is. When you're dating, most times you're not in the same household. Sometimes. New days, everybody's living together, but you're not in the same household. So now you're in the same household. Now somebody got to wash the dishes, take out the trash. You got to come home. Somebody got to cook because y'all not eating out as much because y'all are family now. You're trying to budget. You're trying to save for the future. Things like that. So all these things come into play where you don't want to have sex on your mind all the time and other things are getting neglected. So you got to be the responsible adult and be like, okay, these things are coming into play. And and you coming home and after all that activity, you're kind of tired. Or one of y'all is going to be too tired. And it'd be like, I don't care about that tiredness. You better give me that dick. You better stop it. That's that's how some people feel. But hey, I think I definitely understand where he's coming from. I was just being in the same household with somebody after 10 years, and this is before things even got bad between me and Miguel. Sometimes you just don't feel like doing it. You know, y'all so much are lazy, but you're lazy. <laughs> That's your problem. You're lazy. I like sometimes you just don't, you're not in the mood. Like, well, yeah. maybe, I'm, maybe I'm just a freak, okay? I don't know. That you got, especially with, I think newborns take a toll on a marriage as well. Yeah, 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 newborns do. That's why ain't no babies coming in out of here no more, no babies. Because you still have, you have waking up every two hours, then after the waking up two hours phase, then you got the fevers and the, the being sick. And going to the oh, hospital. So them, them and they, yeah, these hospital visits don't happen during the day. They happen in the middle of the night. So guess what? Yeah. Somebody losing sleep. That's true. That is true. So yeah. When you want to say, does the sex increase or decrease? The sex may increase for somebody that doesn't have kids. But when they go in on, like they say, we just practicing. So. Yeah, they getting it in every day, twice a day, three times a day, whenever they can, because they don't have no kids. They just practicing. So they don't have nothing really holding them back from having sex besides chores. And they can let chores linger if they want to, if they're in that type of marriage. And I've seen it in couples where they, they don't have kids. They traveling more. I mean, they go out more. You know, but in the same sense, being married doesn't mean that you shouldn't travel and you shouldn't go out because you should have date nights and you should tend to each other's needs and stuff like that. I was just talking about having a conversation with somebody about that as far as date night. That Friday should be designated date night. Like, it should be the night that y'all go out, y'all do something amongst each other. You know, every week y'all should do something. Oh, so, yeah. that date night, I agree. Anybody want to have a date night, hit me up. No, I'm just <laughs> <laughs> But, yeah, that's that's pretty serious, though. Um, I get hit with it all the time because a few weeks go by and we ain't do nothing. I just get a text. Date night, date night, date night. I'm like, oh, here we go. PSA, so, that's good. That's good. I like that. 
wife. That's that's what's up. <laughs> yeah, she, you know. She demands. Okay. And I was. You gotta I, take charge and decide on what y'all gonna do and make plans. Yeah. I'm I'm not the planning type. She is, so I just usually go along. But I try to think up of stuff my myself. But usually it's thrown to the side because it's not her cup of tea or whatever. But I, at least I still throw something in the mix. That's what's up. That's good. That's that's what a good husband is supposed to do. And that's the thought that counts. Yeah, we just came back last night. We did a couples night out, and we had you know three. Uh, the three couples that usually hang out and we went to a nice little restaurant and we sat down and ate and one couple, I guess the guy part, we didn't really meet him yet. He was kind of coming in and we had one, our best friend kind of made up some generic questions just for an icebreaker. So those things, you know, help out with, and, and it helped the whole circle because everybody were answering the questions too. And it was like, man, I didn't know that, you know, about you How we communicate. <laughs> so let me ask this. Um, do you feel that as far as uh you being married and your in your relationship, do you handle the finance or is it like a 50-50 thing? Or is there like a gender role that you guys have, or how does that go along with in a marriage? I'm the oldest one and the most experienced in the marriage. And I've been handling bills a whole lot longer than she has. But okay. what we we discuss the bills, we already know who's paying what. It's not split 50-50 because it's not an equal income coming in on both sides. But she's tasked with paying a certain amount of certain set of bills. And I know what I got to cover. And if she needs help, I'll help. If I need help, she'll help me. Okay. And okay. It, it's always a communication thing between them. And we communicate far in advance because for me, I write out all my bills for every paper. And I mark them off as they clear the bank account. So I'm kind of oh, good. That's that older man's syndrome. Shout out to the older guys. Okay. I love them. So I don't do the automatic come out my check thing anymore. Some bills are like that because they just got to be. But in my bills, I, I manually go and pay them because it's it's times where things come up and you got to shift around when you pay bills. Yeah. And just got to, I can't just have that coming out automatically because then, then you get stuck and you forget, you know, people people forget sometimes. So I'm like, I just write my bills down. I know what I got to pay when I get paid. And it's the same bills. So it's nothing changing. But the days that, you, you know, you may, want, you know, you want to you want to make sure you have enough money for extracurricular activities. What were you saying now? 
Okay. All right. That, I'm yeah, that. If I pay them off, if I pay them off all the time. No, I was saying as far as like the roles, like do you guys, do you handle the finances? Does she handle it? Or is it like 50-50? Like the little bills she'll pay, like the light bill, the cable bill. She pays daycare most of the times. Okay. But I I help with the daycare sometimes, like make sure I, I throw in like three, four hundred, you know. But then oh again, three four hundred for daycare? No, that's part. I wish. <laughs> I was gonna say, gosh, that's a lot. No, nah, well, well, it ain't daycare. It's more like um, Whew. private school. So one eighty oh a week. Oh my gosh! I'm glad my kids are not babies no more. They can go to school and come right home. I'm trying to get my youngest in the uh, preschool starting in the fall. So, but yeah, it's hard out here taking from single woman. I wish I had somebody to split it up. I mean, don't get me wrong, they dad is around to help, but still, 180 is breaking up. I mean, yeah, <laughs> that 180 can't go somewhere else, honey. Exactly. Ooh, wee, that just scared me. Yeah, you got these and after school care and. You know, oh, now see, I remember those days, honey. I'm glad I don't have to go through that no more. See, your children are a little bit older. You got these little ones, it's just you know, yeah, I got both, so I know I know what's coming. Exactly, that made me want to be like, the kitchen is closed. I'm gonna play with <laughs> my toys. You know, honey, you bring up this marriage thing. You know, a lot of but nowadays people not thinking about having kids. They just that's true. That's true. It's a oh my god, my period ain't coming this month. Exactly. Yeah. It's left and right and pregnant, younger and younger. That and is true. You really have to think about how expensive. Don't get me wrong, I love both of my daughters, but like you just said, that's her eighty dollars. They are kids are very expensive. And that's something you just don't consider anymore. I guess. I mean, I wasn't considering it when I got pregnant with her. I say, you know, she was a surprise. Yeah, that's how my, my, my youngest, she was a surprise. Like a big surprise. You know. Yeah, it, this it last, hard. Yeah, this last one was planned, so. Oh, see, you out here planning. See, you married. We ain't married. Well, the, the, <laughs> la- the last, my last boy was not planned. Her tubes were tied. What? You got that super cum. Oh, wow. <laughs> so, he he called that miracle baby. He broke the bank for real. Okay. <laughs> I'm pushing through. Um, I don't think none of my kids was really the the first three was planned, but the the last one, yeah, definitely planned. Like I knew when she ovulated, I knew when she was conceived. Dang, right? Okay, you had fooled with the lady. Huh? So you knew, you know when. Before we about to come on our monthly cycle, we are in heat. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I know about the 14-day. Oh, you know everything. Don't be, don't give it up to some people. Because some people are going to be around and get pregnant on purpose. <laughs> oh, I'm not 14 days. Oh, yeah, I'm about to let it hurt. Uh-uh. No, no, and then no. about how when you ovulating that your vaginal mucus is like snotty, you know, all that stuff you check for. Yeah. Oh, look at you. You be down there like a gang, you don't. Okay. 
I, I'm the doctor. Trust me. I I I, I know everything now, about people. I love when a man gets personal like that. I oh, girl. Would, would he be exploring your vagina all down there? Oh, yes. I know about PCOS, all that stuff. Oh my God, that is a beautiful thing when he just face, face, face to face. Rick, may I ask you a question? I hope you don't get offended. You do not have to. No, it's good. How do you feel about menstrual sex? Menstrual sex. Oh, yeah, that's um, good. Are you and your wife that close? If you don't mind me asking. Yeah, I mean, we we don't do it. Like okay. it, it'll do in the beginning or close to the end if we're that horny, but not really. Okay. You know, but it, it it's something that can wait for me and for her the same way. You scared of a little blood? Nah, we've done it. It's just the thing that it's just not the same feeling. So. Instead what? of getting in for who? For you or for her? Both. For she said she said the same thing I said. And it's kinda hard knowing that it's not the same feeling because it's not as slippery. It's a different type of slippery. It's like it's not sticky, maybe a little bit. Yeah, yeah, sticky. It's not the sli- slippery, slimy slippery. It's the but if that pussy get wet though, if your yeah. pussy wet. It ain't gonna be that sticky. And if, but you know what? Both partners have to be into it. Exactly. Exactly. So somebody ain't gonna be feeling it at that moment. Because somebody's gonna be. Look at who face. Good girl, you already know what I was about to say. I It is just. I've met some of my friends that said they don't care. With clots and everything, they going in. So, I'm like, I'm like, hey, each his own. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. The each his own. Some people can't wait. So I was like, hey. I feel like that's the when I, I've experienced it. I've only experienced it with one person. I just feel like we really close. Yeah. I'm not gonna do that with everybody. everybody. Yeah. You know, it's just that's a really that there becomes a really intimate moment. That's what made me spark the question. You know, talking about marriage and just, I don't know. For me, marriage, I will say this, even though I'm not looking, when I do become married and find that person, it's going to be somebody who is just, we are so comfortable with each other. Yeah, I agree. You can do any and everything yeah. around this person. And yeah. I mean, like, past, you know, passing gas in front of each other. Yeah, I, you just, you, I know y'all seen that meme where if you don't fart in front of your mate, they cheating on you. Yeah. <laughs> Boy, I'm not finna, I am not finna hold no fart hand just because I'm around my, my dude. No, I am going to fart. So when did you start? When do you start doing when that? When you start when, farting? When do you think- it took me a while. I'm not gonna lie. It took me a while because look, my booty kind of big so my cheeks <laughs> when I fart, it be loud. <laughs> I don't know. It'll take me a while to just be like, you know, I'm out. <laughs> you know? She just wakes the damn fast. <laughs> <laughs> it, it'll take me a little bit, but I'm going to fart. I ain't going to hold it in. Oh, you go in the bathroom when you first start dating. Right, right, exactly. But if I'm married, my husband, I'm farting on him and everything. I'm farting on that thing. Every, I'm Look, everything. If we've been dating and going out and we at each other's house and whatnot, 
eventually one of us gonna wake up and gonna have to take a shit, shower, and shave. True. I mean, it's just gonna come about. And for both of those, I'm not about to be holding it in. Your ass don't wanna leave. If you, if a man feels comfortable around me, I'm letting it out. Oh yeah, you got I mean, you know what I'm saying. I'm a if I, I get a man will show how comfortable he is around you. Oh yeah. Do your you wife got- part in front of you? She got them silent killers, man. I don't hear it. I just. <laughs> I'm me and my daughter, the loud ones. She's the silent killer. I thought you agree with me, then. You know, that be me. I'm the loud. She do it, but it's like, man, I gotta. She would. I'll be. I'll be like, man, you funny. She's like, yep. I'm like, man. See, that's love. That's true love. But, but with me, she's like, she she tells me, man, when we were dating, we never used to fart this loud. <laughs> I was, like, I don't know. I guess I was being, you know, trying to be respectable of your feelings. See, that was me. I it it took me a while. Take me a while before I fart around anybody because of the how loud it be. But when I did the first time, it's like God damn, <laughs> <laughs> that shit was loud. <laughs> well, if he came back the next day, then you know he was straight. You could keep farting. Exactly. <laughs> we sorry, y'all. We don't mean to just be on here talking about farts, y'all. But that is a part of you know. That's part of relationship. Courtesy flush. Huh? Courtesy flush. Courtesy flush. Oh, God. It's a courtesy flush. <laughs> and that's in the military, man. You walking in this thing, hey, courtesy flush, man. Y'all need a flush. That's that drop them flush. Okay. Yeah, drop them flush. Hecky nah. Okay, Mr. Married Man, Mr. Married Rick, I got a, another question that I want to ask. All right. Now, okay, I don't know if you heard that whole thing with Will and Jada about being swingers. I don't know if that's a rumor. I don't know if that's true. But do you agree with married people um, having threesomes? I think that's I think that's for each couple to discuss on their own. And I have my own views on both sides because I've spoken to people on both sides. To whereas, yeah, they did it, and then I've had people that are contemplating it but are scared because of different reasons. Now, I'll tell you both. The people that are scared because they have different reasons there, the male may be pushing the female to do it, and the female will be like, okay, well, I don't want to know the person because then... I just want it to be casual because, and then they back off because they said, okay, well, what if he likes her more? 
than I do because, you know, because for some reason there's a threesome because something's missing in that marriage. Somebody wants to try something new to spice it up. Mm. Besides themselves. Besides themselves, because you can spice it up within yourself. So they jump to the next thing. Probably should bring somebody else in. And that's usually the first thing that people want to do or try toys. Let's try some toys. Sex with toys is amazing. Mm-hmm. I so, mean, it just enhances your orgasm. I'm sorry to interrupt you. I, I guess it does. And it has some male, some male um, toys as well. That oh, they do. We're, I just won me a toy that is it's like a cock ring, and it, uh, it it vibrates, so it's pleasurable for a couple. So you know. Yeah. Well, you got you got those people that do do that. And in Will and Jada's case, um, I'm in Miami, so their name is Big. So you'll hear. Wait, their name is what? Say it one more time. Your name is pretty much big down here. Okay. okay. You probably hear their names in a couple of swingers conversations or stuff like that, and you'll hear, okay, well, yeah, we heard well, Jada may be in town or something like that. Also, they are actually swingers. I don't presently, actively, but I've heard, and you know, they always say rumors. Have you ever listened to the podcast? <laughs> no, I'm just playing. <laughs> but they're Shit, pretty I do Jada too. No. <laughs> they're pretty open. I can be a little bit Jada. They're pretty open, but I mean, it's not a publicized thing. You know? So you so, think they're lacking something in their relationship and that's no. why they're using a swing? I don't think they're lacking anything. I think they're just open to just doing what they feel like doing on when they feel like doing it. It's no, they have a no holds barred on their relationship to whereas they don't go out there and cheat. They go out there, you know, they're out there discussing things on a daily basis, on an hourly basis. I watch them on on their different levels of um, social media and they're just doing what naturally makes you happy. If you want to, if like Will was doing his, um, his bucket list. Yeah, I, I, I seen that. He went Scotty. He was crazy for that. I want. I don't think I can jump out no plane though. I ain't got no big balls like that. But look, that was how many months ago he survived and he lived to talk about. He did. Like yeah, that. I was scared. But the thing is, cool. he stopped. I don't know if I would do it personally, but how cool is that? Yeah, you, he's just stopped being scared of everything and be like, look, this is what I want. I be scared to fall out the bed, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> because when you, have, when you have everything and have, you pretty much, I mean, they're financially set. Their kids are doing great. You have a wife that's done and she's on a different platform of inspiring herself and inspiring others. What more can a couple want that communicates and inspire each other? What can, what else can they do? Hey, let's do things that we're not scared to do anymore. And Jada may say, well, I'm not doing that, but I'll watch you do it. 
but this is for him and her encouraging him to do what they want to do. So once again, remember we talked about that communication stage of that foundation. And when you get past that, it's nothing that you can't overcome. So whether they are swingers or not, they have talked about it and it may not be, people may, they may have done it once or even been to a swingers club and not done anything, but that's what they felt like doing. You see what I'm saying? So it's not to say, put a label on them that they're always doing it. So some, as soon as you do something, somebody labels you as that, or you get seen with a certain crowd, you get labeled with that crowd. You know how society is. So not, you know, we always say, oh, well, do you think somebody should bring somebody else into the bedroom? Well, guess what? If they feel that way, somebody, some people may, and they have, and then they's like, nah, we regretted it. Because it wasn't. Yeah, I wouldn't do that if, if I'm married. I wouldn't bring another woman into my uh, to my marriage. Nah, I wouldn't do no threesome. Yeah, it, it's just how you feel and how comfortable and trustworthy you think your partner is. That because I know some people like, yeah, we brought somebody in and then he went behind my back and screwed her and didn't tell me about it. Right. You know, or vice versa happened. You know, so those things. And those things happen. Well, so the woman may want to leave with the chick. Yeah, that happens too. That's, That's like that movie. That can happen as well. Mm. So you gotta... Because a, a woman knows a woman's body. I'm just going to say that. Now, a woman would know how to please you the, the correct way. If you, if you see what I'm saying, because I feel like a woman know how to eat good pussy. I'm going to be devil's advocate for a moment and kind of just say my opinion. If I were married, it's not off the table for us. Uh, group sex is not off the table. I'm open like that. So you'll be okay with your husband fucking somebody in, in, in the same room with you? Yeah, if that's what we got for the night. Oh, for the night. Okay. So, see, that's, I don't know. Like Mr. Riggs just said, it's all about communication. Yeah, that's. And I think people just take it. Here's the thing, people. You have to have that mindset in order to. People put such a label and a judgment on everything. They do. If you're in a marriage, this is what y'all should be doing. This is what y'all shouldn't be doing. This is what you and your husband can do. Whatever the hell y'all want to do. But y'all are in the same time. Like he did say, it's that fear of him dipping off, going to go have that And some people are just so- Because some pussy may be better than yours. I'm not insecure like that. You don't have to be insecure. I mean, so what if he going to dip off? If y'all in an open relationship- So you'll go dip off too then? It'll be okay? Yes, that's absolutely Oh, well, then, well then that's cool. Sex is sex. Marriage is something totally different. And so many people today, the divorce rate is so high over the pettiest things today. I mean, you don't have these 30, 40 year relationships. Hell no. No, you don't. No, because people get married and in the next two years, well, they done. Me and my husband. They get married. If you feel like you want to go off and do your thing, here's the thing. My husband going to be responsible. If he do decide he needs to go and dip off and whatnot, you know what? That's absolutely 
Fine. As long as y'all have that, that clarification, yeah. I'm not about to sit up here and get the. But Candy, that's that's that discussion you guys gotta have at the beginning. Like even when you got the date, exactly. That that stuff doesn't come up during marriage. It comes up during the dating scene, and, and yeah. that way, as it works its way into marriage, it can be a casual. Hey, what you think about, you know, doing this tonight, or doing this next week, you know. Stronger from yeah, I've seen that doing experiences like that. Yeah, it may backfire, but then that lets you know. And like you just said, to prove your point even more, that's why you have to talk about these things during the dating process. Yeah. That's your reason. Yeah, process. I agree. I would be more comfortable doing the beginning as you know. Oh, I like threesomes. Oh, I like to you know. I would be more comfortable. Let me know what I'm walking into. I've known a lot of swingers that they were in the swinging lifestyle and they got out for a couple of years, five, six, ten years, and then went back again. So they take a break. These, these people are not constantly doing this. Yeah, that's another thing, too. Yeah, some people think of, you know, like it's so over the top, like it's nonstop, like they do it every it's just, I mean, it's just a here and now thing exactly. that they do. Exactly, just spice it up, or to just have fun, or you know what, we just saw this split, that shit look hot as hell. So, so let's do it. <laughs> that's, you know, if it's, not, if that's not the same regular sex with, like, my man or my husband, if it's not that, and I'm going off with somebody else, and you're going, I'm going to show the fuck out, I'm sorry. I mean, I'm going I'm to have to be, I'm going with that shit. I want it to be my soulmate, and we have another man, or I have another. Oh, a husband and a boyfriend. Ooh, yes, yes. That's, that's on my bucket list. Give me a husband and a boyfriend. I bet you offer them live that. Yep, Stepman been around for how long? Okay, forever. And yeah, right. <laughs> thank you. I she got the best. Okay, Gil is eating that. They get young niggas out with semblance on around. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I'm trying to know about these people's lives. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. Rick, you know, Gail and Oprah, that goddamn. Yeah. Somebody that. Somebody doing something. And here's the thing about it that's why swingers and some of these places are secretive because people can't handle you know what I mean and people like I can just tell yeah they can be a something but you ain't gonna know you about you it you would never know you would never know swingers life their whole lifestyle you would never know about yeah, if I was into that, I wouldn't want nobody to know. Nah, you it's not anybody's it. business, you know what I mean? People are doing exactly. stuff in the comfort of their own home. This is their preference. And, you know, they don't, it's nothing to be publicized. But people are obsessed with knowing everybody's Body's business. business. Yes. And what they are doing inside well, that, of their that's what and social media is. Exactly. People, exactly. people think everything should be publicized. Something should be kept private. Why do you follow somebody? Because you want to see what they're doing. That's basically it. You follow somebody because you want to see what they're up to. Let me see what they posted lately. Let me see, especially if it's a movie star or a rapper or whatever, uh, uh, whatever, a porn star, whatever you watch. 
you know, you're going to follow them. Or let me see what they're up to. Or let me see where they're at today or this week, you know. And those are, that's how, that's your news, you know. So if something happens, yeah. even if you see something about somebody on the news, the first thing you're going to do is jump on social media and go to their page. Let me see what they post. See if they posting anything about it. Yeah, you're going to see if they're trending because that's what it, that's yeah, what it you're is. You're going to want to see if it's trending because it's, they, everybody believes everything's supposed to be public. What happens when you find out something isn't public and then you find out about it for the first time? Everybody's shocked. It's like, but the people that were close and they do like these these interviews with people that were close and you find out that this stuff been going on for so long, you'd be like, wow, I never knew that. Exactly. You know? So not everything is going to be publicized, but stuff is going on without you guys knowing Yeah, I mean, if I was a celebrity, which we gonna be there, I wouldn't want nobody to be knowing my bedroom business because I'm gonna keep that very private. If I'm in a relationship, if, you know, if I'm married, whatever, that's not for people to know. And that's the number one way for pe- that people started judging you. Just like, you know, when it comes to gays and lesbians and things of that sort. Me personally, I love them. It ain't even about loving them or liking them or hating them, which I do not hate them or anything like that. I have nothing. I've worked with plenty of gay people. I work with them currently. Here's the thing. If that's the way they want to live their lifestyle, that's their choice. That ain't nobody what they're doing in their bedroom, they have not invited me to that situation. So it's not affecting me. It's not affecting my health. They are not hurting me. I just don't understand how what someone else is doing in their bedroom is affecting me. It's gotten to be more respectable now. As I, I, Growing from the, the younger me to the older me, I've been more accepting of the gay community because they've been more respectful. I've seen them at work at different jobs and they handle themselves in a totally different way. They're not coming on to people at work. They're not trying to push their, homo, you know, their sexuality on people. When their job, you know, you know they're gay. They openly gay, but hey, they doing their job, and you should do yours too. Exactly. Mind your fucking business. So. <laughs> Period. Period. That's that's yeah. People need to stop. Mm-mm. I don't agree with that. Don't be worried about what's going on in my bedroom. That is my bedroom. That's my private damn test. Going so, back to the swinging and yelling and all of that. People will judge you. But just know that it's, it's lit in that motherfucker, though. <laughs> just know. Just know we coming. Just know that. <laughs> I got a question. I got a question. So, okay. When you guys get married and if, if the parents you know the parents don't like you or vice versa your parents don't like him how does that how do you feel that'll affect your marriage or how do how would you handle it okay let me say this and i'm not gone i'm not saying <laughs> i'm not saying this to uh boost myself up or to you know any of that but every relationship that i've been in i've not been in a whole bunch or even the people that I know, they parents love me, especially the mamas. I don't know what it is that I do, but be myself. The mamas love me. I'm talking about the mamas giving me recipes, family recipes. 
So what I about mean, your family? I just be my What about your family? Did your family like that? And you know. You Did your family I mean? like him? Oh, my family didn't have no problem. No. Nope. No. And my mother, see, my mom, she she's here now. My mama is the type of mother where she's, you know, she's open to people. She ain't going to really be like, she's going to give you that chance first. I'll say that. She'll give you the chance before she just be like, I don't like you. I am. She she not gonna do that, especially because I'm grown. She not gonna. She knows that I'm gonna make the right decision. So whoever I bring around my family, they know that okay, he must be good. He must be the one. Cause you just don't bring everybody to me. Yeah, you right. Fast. So. What about you, Ken? My baby daddy mama don't like me. <laughs> <laughs> Kind of quiet back then. That's why I had to. Yeah, what you? So there you have it. Um, also, my baby daddy's mother um, doesn't speak a lot of English, so there's that language um, barrier. Exactly. So, you know why she don't like you why he tell you she don't like you he ain't saying well according to him it's all in my head he defends her and that is all in my head I'll just say this the times that I've had family get together so I brought both of our sides together like I said we were together for 10 years after the gathering I'm approached by my mother a friend or my sister they get them looks no they tell me, Marlene, I thought you said she didn't speak any conversation when y'all around do you come in and speak or when she come in she don't speak or you gotta always say good afternoon good morning hey what Probably wanted him to be with one of them. Maybe. Maybe I'm not cute enough. Maybe my, my sister has always been a pretty girl. Right? girl no, exactly. Oh, of course I do. I don't give a damn her damn son about her son. Shit. He still want this. He That's probably that. why she mad. Oh, he still want that cat. Okay. I diluted the blood. That's oh. what happened. Oh, <laughs> you mixed that blood. You got all that good stuff. Oh, oh man, one hundred. <laughs> but y'all, I want to thank you guys for coming into the high room convo tonight. We had an interesting night. Marriage brings up a lot of topics. Oh, 
and needs to be looking for me a husband, y'all. Yeah. <laughs> Cherish that thing. I'm looking for me a husband. We gonna start a show. Shorty Nick find her husband. And I, you know what? I do want to throw a bachelorette party. So come on, y'all wanna? Oh, we should set you up on a date. Let's find her a husband, okay. y'all. Ooh, buddy, she pushing it, Rick. I wanna throw a bachelorette party. I wanna be a no, no matchmakers. No matchmakers. Let it happen naturally. Okay. We miss a couple steps when we try to be matchmakers. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. Well, guys, go ahead and throw out where the people and the listeners can find you guys at. Right. I'm at Rick Cole RC on Twitter, and I'm, I'm at uh, ALR Cola on uh, Instagram. All right. And y'all know who it is. This art club. And the eye. And I just want to let y'all know Bingo was a success. Y'all can and catch me there. Yes, we will be there weekly. Uh, tonight, well, this week is going to be Thursday night, 6 p.m. sharp. Get there on time. And shout out to AJ Southern Diamond. Yeah. If you guys have not been there, they're located at 117 North, North 19th Avenue in Melrose Park. Go there, check out the food. I went to high school with the owner's daughter, and you, yes. you will not be disappointed. Yes, so they got food specials that night, drink specials. I'm giving away some cool prizes. Get there all time because the bingo winners, they call the bingo fast. So it's going to be lit. Y'all be sure to check us out there. But y'all can find me on Instagram and Twitter, Art Love and it's your girl Shorty Nick. You can find me on Instagram at Shorty Nick. You can find me on Snapchat at Shorty Nick and Twitter at Shorty Nick. Also hit up the hot room underscore combo underscore crew on IG. And on that note, I'm gonna holler at y'all later. All right, bitch. Uh-huh.